Okay, welcome to podcast number two. <laughs> I made it. I didn't think I'd make it, but I've made it. Attempting to keep me committed to any type of schedule serves to be quite difficult, so I'm very proud of myself <laughs> for sticking to my word. Okay, and it's beautiful to see that uh, so many of you on the last podcast really really got something or took something from it in ways that it can actually benefit you and practical ways where you can take that and start doing your life a little bit differently. So thank you for the feedback. <clears throat> So if you don't know already how this podcast is laid out is that it's directly reliant on questions. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask and you would like me to feature on this podcast, you can email them to me. Uh, the email is chris at awakenedintent.com. And just include podcast question or question for podcast in the subject matter <clears throat> of the email. So I've got quite a few questions today, um, some of which I won't be able to get through, but I will cover as much as I can. Um, let me see, where do I start? Just to give you an idea of where I am right now, I'm in a hotel room in Lisbon and I'm waiting to fly out to go to Mexico tomorrow. I'm moving base to a place called Tulum in Mexico, quite close to Cancun on Playa del Carmen and in the Yucatan area. So I'm going to be doing a lot of sessions out there, a lot of uh, personal mentoring with people flying in from the States, flying in from Europe. Um, and also I hope to be doing some type of retreat or gathering there, possibly late September or October. So if you are looking to book anything in person with me, energy sessions or mentoring or anything at all, um, you can get in contact via my website. It's awakenedintent.com. <clears throat> now that that part's finished. So the first question, I'm just going to get right into it. It's from Arpit. And Arpit asks, in order to keep meditative awareness throughout the day, do I ignore my thoughts? Is this awareness exclusively about dipping oneself into the physical aspect of me, noticing and releasing tension, ignoring thought, and coming back to feeling? I'll never advise anybody to ignore their thoughts. Because if you ignore your thoughts, they're eventually going to catch you. And before you know it, you're going to be realizing that your thoughts have run away with you for the past number of minutes, hours, or even days. 
So there's never any part of you that you should be ignoring ever. Because you actually want to come to a place of having a deeper understanding of yourself and how you work. So look at your thoughts. Witness your thoughts. See the complete craziness that goes on up there. (laughs) See the complete conditioning. The deep levels of conditioning that pops up in your mind and pops up in your head when you're out there attempting to do life and attempting to live your life. So never ignore anything. But don't rest your hat on them, if that makes sense. So don't commit to allow them direct and govern your life because this is what most people do. They allow the irrational thought patterns create messes in their lives. They allow their thoughts to create stress, anxiety, leading into energetic styles and, and different forms of depression internally. And also remember that thoughts are things. Every thought that you have, you're creating something. You're actually setting something in motion. You're creating a specific vibratory frequency, which of course moves outwards. This is how things are formed, through these frequencies. So if you ignore this mess that's going on in the background, that mess will always be there. The weapon, so to speak, against the mess against the brainwashing, against the anxiety, against the irrational thoughts, is by seeing them so clearly and exposing them so deeply for what they actually are, which in most cases is nothing to do with you or your life or your own nature. So once you expose how your mind is functioning for bullshit, you can actually start to break away from a lot of this conditioning that has been creating, guiding, and mapping out your life for you. Because it's never going to be happening in a way where it's going to have your divine interest in mind. No pun intended. Uh, You go on in your question for the second part. To say, is the awareness exclusively about dipping oneself into the physical aspect of me, noticing and releasing tension, um, ignoring thought and coming back to feeling. You always want to be feeling. Because this is how life really communicates with you. This is how the physicality of life communicates with us via our intuition, via our senses. Many people get up and do a whole lot of stuff that make them feel terrible. And most people have gotten so used to getting up and doing a whole lot of stuff that makes them feel so terrible that it no longer feels as though they're doing a bunch of stuff that they don't want to do. They've literally been convinced by themselves and by their environment and by phrases such as, well, life is just like that. Life is just tough that way. And they believe it. And then they live their life through it. So they completely disconnect from any aspect of their own intelligence. 
So you always want to be staying with your feeling because your feeling is really going to be showing you. It's, it's a very accurate compass. At the beginning, your compass is going to be deeply inaccurate because we tend to put so much mess onto ourselves and take on so much mishandling and burdens that there's a whole vast underlying crescendo of toxicity. So when you really do start to touch on yourself and get in contact with how you feel in your life right now, it will be overwhelming. But that's just the initial phase. Once you release a lot of that, once you feel your way through a lot of that, when you navigate through a lot of that, come to understand a lot of that, the intensity behind it starts to kind of drip away, so to speak. And you can start to settle a lot more in your nature. But your feeling is always going to be telling you whether what you're doing is appropriate for you or not. Many people do things and it causes their stomach to tighten up, their breath to stop, their shoulders to raise, their digestion to go completely haywire, suffering from diarrhea, constipation, stomach pain, from anxiety, from stress, inability to sleep at night, restfully. All of these things are really coming from the point where you're driving your body in a direction and in a way where it was never intended for you to be driving your body. And people get really numb, so they think they can just go off and do that. And they will do that. And I know because I did it. I'm very grateful that I got to a point where, you know, my body had to intervene. And it said, uh-uh, no more. You cannot keep doing this because if you do, I am going to kill you. Most people are out there killing themselves without even being aware of it because everything they're doing and how they're treating themselves is only anti-life. And when you're behaving in a way that is anti-your life, you're going to run into a hell of a lot of problems. Physically, mentally, energetically, it's all linked. Um, so Arpad, I hope that answered your question in a way where you can understand. And I hope it has uh, assisted other people who've been listening as well in different parts of your life where it may apply to you. <clears throat> okay. Um, and also, Arpit, just to mention that if you haven't already checked out my Qigong course that I have available on my website, um, it's going to be very beneficial to actually go through the process of opening your body back up, bringing you back into your body, giving you a, a felt sense of what your energy feels like when it moves, 
It will really bring you out of your head. And it's something very practical that will allow you to commit yourself to it every single day. Once or twice a day, five times or ten times a day. You can do it in five minutes or you can do it over two hours. It's totally up to you. But if it's something that is possible for you to get your hands on, then I would highly recommend it. It's one of the reasons that I've released that course. So you can go to my website, and I think it's in a download tab or a product tab or something like that. The next question that I have is from Arun. Um, So I haven't actually read these questions yet, but I'll just keep doing it the way I'm doing it. You ask, how do I stay in my masculine posture whilst receiving from a woman? He goes on to say, receiving fellatio, receiving kisses, receiving pleasure. Does receiving from her automatically take me out of my masculine posture? So all I can do right here is to put myself in that situation that you've just described as a male, to put myself in that situation. Say a woman comes to me to, you know, give me fellatio or comes to me and starts kissing on me or doing something to to create pleasure in me. Now, I'm immediately going to pull away from that and kind of go, well, what what are you attempting to achieve here in, in in how you're coming to me, in how you're stepping to me as a woman? Because in many cases, a woman will come to a man in the same way that she has come to men in her past. So she's coming to me, attempting to do unto me what she has done unto other men in the hopes that I will tolerate it, that I won't question it. And it's not her fault. It's never her fault. It's never anyone's fault if they haven't been made aware of it. But her coming with her busyness attempting to please me is only coming from her lack of understanding in what it really means to be a woman in a relating with a man. And this is something men have completely disconnected from as well because men are coming to to sex attempting to have the female's experience. Oh yeah, baby... (laughs) Put my dick in your mouth, yeah, make me feel good, yeah, kiss me, rub me, tug me, do things onto me, so he can squirm, so he can try and receive that. But how the energy works at that point is that really if a woman comes to me to kiss me or to to bring some form of her busyness to me, really what is there for me to receive from her if she isn't open? Because a woman who is open realizes that she is the pleasure. She is the orgasmicness. She is the sex. Her attempting to please me by doing anything other than being totally with her own authentic felt sense experience is complete bogus. 
when a woman comes to me, I'm there to be a man. I'm there to be in my role. And you can switch these roles if you want. You know, you can go back and forth with them if you want. This is nothing to do with dominating or being subservient. Nothing to do with it. It's just the way the energy functions. As a man, my energy naturally penetrates. I'm naturally wanting to witness. I'm naturally wanting to feel her feeling me and being totally receptive and melting for me. Because I want to see her open to me. So that means as a man, I'm going to have to go inside internally and get really clear on how I need to be with her, how I need to handle her, how I need to breathe around her, walk around her, move around her, how I need to look at her, how I need to speak to her in order to start communicating to her on a heart level, on the level that she functions on naturally. Now, most women have totally walked away from their heart, but it doesn't mean it's not there. So when I'm personally engaging with a woman in anything that I'm doing, I'm always engaging with her on a feeling basis. Because as a man, I need her to feel me. Because if, if she can't feel me, she's just going to perform. She's going to twist me here and poke me here and flick me here and lick me there and bounce around the place in an attempt to please me. But I need to remind her that that doesn't please me. And as a man, for the men listening, you got to realize that all of that, that distraction that's occurring, all of that inability to really sit still and feel the reality of what is occurring in the room, that's weakening you. And it's keeping her totally disconnected from the well of pleasure, orgasm, bliss that is naturally running through her as a woman. So to go back to your question, Arun, if she comes to me to do something onto me, it's beautiful if she's open. Because if she's open and that energy is flowing through her, then beautiful. There's something for me to actually receive from her. But if she's closed, being in her own male functioning, um, grabbing me and trying to do something onto me, there's nothing there for me to receive. It's all too hard. So I need to be with her in a way that brings her to a deeper understanding of how she functions. This is what a man does. This is what a conscious man does. This is what a man who is aware of how things work down here. That's what he does. So for the men, you really need to start gaining some clarity an understanding of, okay, why are you there? What are you even attempting to do when you lay your hand on her, when you send your energy towards her? Because most men are totally confused. They don't even know why they're speaking to her, other than the fact that they want to get their dick wet and they want to ejaculate a, bit, a little bit or a lot. So they're coming to her to throw himself away. She gets nothing from it. She just gets tintillated a little bit more. She just gets teased a little bit more. Never fully opened, never fully received. 
never fully, truly made love to. So she gets sent back out, frustrated. And if a woman isn't made love to, because the majority, and I keep using that word, but it's true, the majority of women that you come across have never really been made love to. So of course, they're walking around with frustration, with fear, with insecurity, with a lack of of their own self-worth, actually hating and detesting parts of themselves. Some women go to the extent, as I mentioned on the last podcast, of having to cut their bodies open to change it in the hopes that that will attract a man that will make them feel more loved, feel more attractive. A woman is the embodiment of love, naturally. She is the embodiment of attraction naturally in her natural state if she's in connection to that. And as a man, for you being with a woman, your role being with her is to bring her and steer her back to that place. So when she gets to that place, she has so much aliveness moving through her body. She has so much love to share with with the planet around her. And with you as a man. So you get to experience a woman in your life. Not a little girl. A woman. And she gets to experience a man. And a woman always wants to be held by, touched by, and open to a man. A good man. Not a nice guy. Not a bad boy. A good man. A man of substance. So this is just not me speaking to the men because inevitably in the conversation that I'm having, in the dialogue that I'm having with you right now, there's also a lot here that I'm sharing with women for, you know, I really want you to listen to this as a woman and and see how you're even relating to yourself from a sexual standpoint. Because most women come to sex attempting to get an orgasm attempting to chase it down and rub one out. But that's not how it works. You are the orgasm. But in order for you to come back to your own orgasmicness, you need to come proficient and you need to reintroduce yourself once again to your ability to feel as deeply as you can possibly feel into your body, regardless of what you think feels good or feels bad. Just the ability to feel and to love yourself enough to allow yourself to be totally authentic in your expression of whatever it is that you feel. Because as a man, that is the most beautiful, intoxicating, and orgasmic part of you. So, you know, really we, we need understanding. We need to sit down and we need to, to, to speak with one another. We need to play with one another, experiment with one another, learn how to actually just engage with each other in a way where we're just hanging out on the edge of the cliff together without looking to go anywhere. Because this is where the magic part of engagement happens when no one's attempting to get an orgasm or give an orgasm. So Arun, 
to roundabout come back to your question, you said, does receiving from her automatically take me out of my masculine power? The answer is no. But that's only if you're actually receiving her. Because that's what's there for you as a man to receive. But for the most part, when a woman comes to you, it's not her. And you got to check yourself when you come to a woman, because most of the time it probably isn't even you as a man either. So we got to get real vulnerable, real honest. But a man should never receive that, that brand of, of forcefulness from a woman that lackingness from a woman, that confusion from a woman. Just like a woman should never, ever allow herself to receive a man who is unconscious, in not in a state of being present with her, is distracted, is angry, is upset, is frustrated, is fearful, is anxious. We need to be very responsible for who and what we allow into our field. So moving on with your question, Arun, you said, um, Chris, you said that as a man, you orgasm from her orgasming to the depth awareness that you bring to her. I never said that. <laughs> That's your own wording, because that is not what I say. Um, you say, does this mean that I cannot orgasm to the pure pleasure she creates in my physical body? No. But you see, when you use the word orgasm, and when I use the word orgasm, they're probably very, very different. For me, orgasm has nothing to do with ejaculation. Whereas for you, orgasm and how you're expressing it to me possibly does. So because of that clarity in that question, I'm going to move on rather than getting into something that you haven't really asked me okay let me see what other question do we have okay so another question is if we live in such a masculine dominated society um, I just want to put in the word negatively masculinely dominated it's not a healthy masculine that's, that's dominating um, where even women are being forced into masculine postures, when we, men, first interact with them, do we need to come to women from a slightly feminine point of view? Otherwise, won't our masculine posture as men lock horns with the masculine posture that the women have been put into? As a man, you have male and female in you. As a woman, you have female and male in you. So I don't need to come to a woman or engage with a woman and leave a part of me behind. I can engage all of me with her in different measurements and in different ingredients and in different ways when is appropriate. Um, I'm attempting to answer this question in a way that will be understood. What you're saying has a lot of truth to it. 
And a simple answer is yes. Uh, the majority of of the the work I do with women is really bringing them back to their own femininity through touching on that part in them and arousing that part in them. And only then when that when that frequency, so to speak, is is lit up in her as a woman, then I can drop into my male polarity because then there's something for it to respond to. But in, in many cases, when a man and a woman come together, it's quite similar to, to two homosexual men communicating. So in that, in that way, yes, Arun, um, initially I will be bringing and engaging with that female energy internally in myself so I can start to locate it in her to arouse it to the surface. And that's not just done through a mindset. That's not done even through speaking. This is really done through a felt sense awareness, through your own consciousness as, as an individual, through your ability to really be present with her and tune into her and sense her and feel her and see her. Okay, so it's good that you have that, that awareness already, that you'd even ask that question. Um, so then it comes to the point of you balancing it and knowing what part of you to engage with with her when. Um, and really everything, everything is, is a dance. And the more you dance, the more sensitive to the dance you become. We're a society where everybody is locked in their heads. So the more we can come back into our bodies and start to really dance with one another from an intuitive standpoint, this is when all that spiritual energy, where that cosmic energy, that energy that's been backed up and, and pushed down, that's when it can start to move and really express itself in, in a healing way. Um, so I hope that has... <laughs> given you given you more clarity on what you've asked. So let me see how much time have we done. Okay, it's been 30 minutes. Um, there are other questions here that I have. There's actually quite a few. Uh, Luke says, in relation to our talk on building your kingdom, building your life as a man, how do I build my life how I want it to be? You go out and you build your life and you figure out how to build your life the way you want it to be. First and foremost, by disengaging with and letting go of all the parts of your life that you have created that you don't want it to be that way. Don't continue feeding a part of your life that you dislike that is only draining you and pulling from you. That includes your situations, your, uh, your social group, the, the people, the humans you spend time around, the work that you do, how you spend your free time, choosing to listen to your parents and the opinions of other people when they are in no way in alignment with you. You gotta start letting go of all these parts that you're allowing to function 
within your own individual community of self. Okay. Um, the next question is from David. And David says, you mentioned on the webinar that you don't lose so much consciousness when you ejaculate because there is so much there, because there is so much there currently. Are there ways that I can build my energy up quicker after ejaculation? Okay, I want to preface it by saying before when I would ejaculate, I'd feel it deeply and I'd lose a whole lot of energy. Just because... I can choose to ejaculate, you know, once a month or once every two or three months now and not really lose anything. That's not an excuse for you to think that you can get to a point where you continuously do that. There's no benefit. You really get to a point of, of understanding as a man that there is zero benefit for 99% of the time to ejaculate ever unless you're looking to create a baby or unless you are in a point where your body's intelligence is actually releasing it for you without you even having a choice so before it wasn't like that but because of how i live my life and my own spiritual work yes your energy will get to a place where you can actually draw energy from the fluid before you let it go Every few months, every few weeks, it may be important that you do let the fluid out to to create some circulation, to clean some pipes, <laughs> so you don't have old matter, physical matter, just kind of building up. But if I was to ejaculate every day as a man, I would very quickly feel it, <laughs> and I have no desire to. Um... You said, are there ways I can build my energy up quicker after ejaculation? <laughs> Don't exhaust yourself. That's the first point. Um, there's a lot of different things I can share, but many of it may be too abstract currently because it's dealing with more of the esoteric consciousness um, intention-based ways of, of being or governing things or directing things. Your diet will be very beneficial for you. So eating things that will really replenish um, testosterone, even your semen in general. You can eat things like goji berries, bee pollen if you're not allergic to it and you can handle it. Um, things like maca, maca root, black maca for men specifically. Um, cashew nuts, very, very good for me. Avocados are very good. Healthy fats will benefit. Um, ideally, I would encourage you to stay away from meat, eggs, stuff like that. Um, fish can be good. Things like mussels, foods that are high in zinc, foods that are high in selenium. I know Brazil nuts are uh, quite high in it as well. So yeah, there's there's really nothing that I would say you must do. You got to learn how your body works. So you know exactly what you can do when that situation arises. It may take you a few months or even a few years to really hit the nail on the head. 
But really, if the other centers of your body are functioning and vibrating at a high rate, you really won't lose a lot when you do choose to let it go for cleaning purposes. And also just to, you know, enjoy the ejaculation totally and completely. And never feel bad about it. If you trip up, if you make a mistake, if you don't intend to ejaculate, but you do, don't create a neurosis around it. I see a lot of men doing this in their spiritual practices and in the crazy, toxic, tantric community currently. Um, there's so much seriousness and tension around men in this, this topic. Energy and tension are opposites. Energy does not flow, does not accumulate, does not build within tension. I'm speaking that to the men and I'm also speaking that to the women especially. One of the main reasons women and their sex life and their orgasmic life and their blissfulness and their daily pleasure they feel just being in their body, the reason that's so non-existent for most women is because the level of tension physically in the tissues, in the fascia, in the breath, and in the mind. So tension and energy flow are really, really, really counterintuitive for one another. And I also see it with men who practice nofap. They'll talk about being on a streak for 60 days or 14 days or a year, and then they'll ejaculate... And they'll say, shit, I'm back to square one again. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, so don't, don't build up a neurosis around this part of you. Because you really need to be healthy when it comes to your sexuality. David, I hope that answered your question. You're going to find a lot of the time the way that I answer questions there's not going to be a complete definiteness because I'd never want to communicate that to you because you are different to me and you're different to everyone else in little ways. So your base blockages, your underlying deficiencies and excesses from an energetic and physical and anatomical standpoint are going to all be different than mine or somebody else's. So it's learning to dance with those parts of yourself. And it all comes back to self-knowledge. Know thyself as deeply as you possibly can. Then you'll be able to carry yourself anywhere. And you will know exactly what part of yourself you need to engage with, how you need to be with it, and what you can do with it. Okay, let me see what other questions do we have here. Okay, well, there are more questions, but um, I don't really want to continue. I feel like I'm done now. <laughs> so I got to listen to that. Um, for questions that I missed this week, if I feel there's going to be value in me responding to them, I will bring them in to the podcast next week. For everybody else, if you do have any questions you would like to put forth, you can email them to chris at awakenedintent 
com and just put podcast question in the heading or the subject of the podcast or of the email. Um, I'm trying to feel into, is that it? Is there anything else that I want to bring up? Also, I'm totally open to people choosing to come on and interview me for the podcasts. I think it will be quite interesting to do. I know I have someone in the next week uh, more than likely going to interview me for the next one. And I just think it will bring an extra an extra dynamic to it when I'm dealing with different people and we're, we're kind of vibing back and forth. And that's open to, to men and also it's open to women. I want everybody to get on board with this. Um, I really want to be able to help inspire and and steer people back to some level of their own intelligence again because there's so much intelligence here but unfortunately everyone is made to believe that they're utterly dumb and they know nothing and they gotta figure everything out but in no way would life put you here (laughs) in such a troublesome state Um, So I really do hope that you benefit from these and I will do my utmost to keep them up. As I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, um, I have a Qigong course that's out at the moment. It's incredibly, incredibly valuable to you starting to get into your own understanding of your energy, your body, how it works. If you're interested in those details, you can just go to my website, awakenedintent.com and click on the download section and it will bring you directly to that. You can look at it, you can watch some of it, you can get a feel for it and see if it resonates with you. If it does, do it. If it doesn't, stay away from it. Um, So yeah, that's it. I'm going to finish up. And I will speak to you next week from the jungles of Tulum in Mexico. Bye-bye.